This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Welcome to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's going on? And in today's episode, Alex and I are going to be giving our predictions on the crypto and NFT market for 2022 and beyond. But before we start, here's how the crypto market has done this past week. So pretty much there's been a lot of blood in the water. You're seeing red all over the board with Bitcoin down around 10%, Ethereum down around 8%, Binance Coin down around 8%, Solana down around 16%, Cardano down 13%, and XRP down around 12%. I wouldn't really say this is uh, anything out of the ordinary, especially at the uh, at the end of a year, of a year. So a lot of prices start to tank uh, before a new year starts. So I wouldn't, like, if you're scared about the prices, I wouldn't be too scared that they're going to stay like this. But uh, it's never really great to see uh, red in the market like this. But before we start about our predictions for the 2022 crypto market, we are going to talk about what we'd like to see from the 2021 market. So, Alex, uh, what did you like this year? Yeah, so I like seeing all the new time highs, like Bitcoin getting real up there, Ethereum, and a bunch of other ones just... Bitcoin, Ethereum, mostly the ones that got new all-time highs for me. Yeah, and I mean, or sorry, I'll, I'll, no, I'll take yeah, over. Okay. So, uh, so like, it's always good to see, especially in the bull market that we're currently in, it's always good to see a lot of different crypto projects get all-time or new all-time highs. It kind of just shows you that a lot more people got into the market this year, which is always a good thing to see because especially the more people that are in the market, the more people that are buying, the more people that are learning about crypto, and the more mainstream it gets. But uh, I'm also I also liked all the major funding for layer one layer one blockchains this year. So pretty much layer one blockchains are your Bitcoins, your Ethereum, your Solana, your Cardano that are pretty much just like uh, blockchains that are built in like that's the only currency on the blockchain. Like layer one blockchains have like it's kind of like the base layer if that makes sense. Like Ethereum's the base. And there's other stuff on top of that, but like base layers, like there's been a bunch of new base layers this year and there's been a bunch of funding for them, which is always great to see because the more blockchains and the more like development we have in the space, it's always good to see. Yeah. It's so sorry, sorry go, go ahead. ahead. Oh. oh yeah, you can go. So for my next kind of topic that I like seeing this year was that the government actually kind of realizing about crypto and that people wanted crypto. Because once it kind of got out there about crypto, they government started to buy it. And like once they saw everyone buying it, they kind of wanted to get their kind of own little taste in there, I guess you could say. Yeah, exactly. And get and buy crypto themselves. Yeah, I mean, that's always good to see, especially uh, earlier this year when like crypto developers like went to Congress to talk to Congress about what crypto is and how it's going to be useful in like everyday life. It's always good to see because they just a lot of old a lot of older people in Congress just want to ban crypto because it's stupid and they don't they don't understand it. But once 
once these people in government like understand like the use case for crypto it's going to be a great thing because they're actually going to be open to like new projects and open to bitcoin and stuff like that without just wanting to ban it all together so uh what else did you like from this year uh so i like that there's a lot of new people in the crypto market including myself there was just a lot of people that decided to invest in the crypto and they saw the bright future ahead of themselves for crypto yeah i mean especially for like regular people and just us in general um like just new people in the market's always a good thing like we created this podcast for like newbies in the market like we're trying to be like the first stop shop for anyone that's like brand new into the market and really doesn't know what they're doing like we're here to give advice for people that haven't like don't even know what crypto is don't know what blockchains are like that's what our job here is to do just to explain to everyone what crypto and nfts are but uh also on like the logic of or on like the topic of nfts I really enjoyed seeing the huge NFT boom this year and especially like that went along with the rise of rise of Ethereum and like kind of like the bullish uh, motion with that but seeing like all the NFT artworks and just sell for so such high prices it, it just it was good to see just because there's always it's always good to see more volume and money in the crypto market yeah and also it was just it got a lot easier as as kind of like crypto and nft collections they just started getting easier to get into like in the beginning it was kind of difficult to find your way around it but now the companies are kind of making it as simple as possible yeah like like you're kind of exactly right on that topic because i remember like a year ago when i started first getting into crypto it was very hard to like like well I had stuff on, like, a different exchange, but, um, the thing is, like, it was just hard to, like, figure it all out. Like, it took me triple the time to, like, buy Bitcoin than it would now, if that makes sense. Like, even though it's been a year, the development has, like, has been been crazy with just the accessibility of crypto to, like, regular people, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so uh, that's kind of our, like, what we love to see about in the crypto market this year. So, Alex, would you like to get us started uh, about what we're kind of looking forward to next year? And before you start, I just want to say we have picked 10 random uh, crypto and NFT topics. None of these have, have been, uh, like, picked in a particular order. We just kind of picked 10 different random topics, and we're going to talk about our predictions for them in the future. Yeah. So for my first topic, um, or should I say crypto, I picked helium. And I feel like helium will see like a really big surge because I know a lot of people are waiting on those miners. Mm-hmm. And once they get the parts for those miners and everyone starts to receive theirs, I just feel like it's going to shoot up quite a bit with all yeah. the mining. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense because especially when I... I looked into buying a miner a few months ago, and it was about a six-month back order. So I think especially with helium, like, providing we probably should do an episode or something similar to what really helium is. But, like, a simple definition is just it's it's a decentralized, like, blockchain layer that's trying to 
like give 5G data to the people. Like they want to, they want to make the internet and data decentralized. Like they're pretty uh, like a easy like comparison to what Helium is. It's kind of like a decentralized AT and T or Verizon. So I think obviously there's a bunch of competition in data because everyone has a phone, but. I think once we see like the wide range of internet access from these helium miners and stuff, this will be like I'm I'm pretty bullish on the helium, just especially because it's like giving internet access to the people. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, what's your topic, Michael? So, pretty much my first like NFT topic that I'm kind of bullish on next year is uh the Hate Beast NFT collection. So, if uh it's kind of hard to explain what these Hate Beasts look like, but. I, I I would uh, advise everyone to go look up what these hate beasts look like. It's pretty much short videos and kind of like a realistic monkey, like kind of like the board ape yacht, but more realistic. And I think I'm obviously bullish on it because I really enjoy the art, just because it's like really cool looking art. But I think if we see like utility with this NFT, maybe like it gives you access to something or it gives you like a special pass to an event. I think that uh, would be really cool but i think if i just see i just need especially with the nft market as a whole i just need to see a little bit more utility with nfts because obviously i'm very bullish we made this podcast for a reason but i just need to see a little little bit uh, more utility in real life yeah i agree with that yeah so uh what else do you want to talk about so for my next one this one's kind of i kind of really thought far into the future it's this crypto named sand and this crypto is directly related to the sandbox which is a metaverse world and like i said towards the end of the year i see this shooting up quite a bit and becoming a lot more prominent once the metaverse becomes a lot more useful and more people start to understand it yeah yeah i mean you're exactly right like if you're on i want to call it like nft instagram like the nft section of instagram that's why i like to call it that's why that's that's where uh, i get all my a lot of my information but if you're anywhere in that part of instagram you are constantly seeing videos of people in the sandbox and people creating stuff and people hanging out and people even people like snoop dogg adid like the company adidas like nike they have bought land in the sandbox and i personally do not own any sandbox tokens i'm looking to get into it i think the price is a little bit too high right now i'm waiting for it maybe to dip a little bit and i then i'll then i'll uh invest but especially for something like the sandbox i think more and more people are eventually just going to start hanging out there and playing video games there and just like chilling there so it's always good to see like some the metaverse grow in popularity and with that, I believe that Sandbox will grow in price as well. Yeah, for sure. And also, what I want to talk about is just pretty much just Binance Coin and the entire Binance like exchange in general. So if you're if you're from the U.S., you don't, uh, uh, Binance really isn't that mainstream because they ban because the government banned Binance a few years ago not really banned it but like they're not really able you're not really able to access it that much but especially for all over the world Binance is one of the most used exchanges like in uh like by the majority of the world so I'm really bullish on this especially because since they have their own like coin which is Binance coin which is like the third largest crypto (laughs) uh in the world which is crazy to see even though like not even people in the U.S. can really use it but 
since it's the number one exchange outside of the U.S., there's constantly people piling in. And honestly, these smaller countries that can't even feel like it's hard for them to rely on their like currency, like something like El Salvador that like their currency is awful, so they use they're using Bitcoin now, like. This is why people need Binance Coin in the Binance Exchange because they'll they'll just be ax they'll just access the exchange and be like okay this currency is worthless I just need to buy crypto and pretty much just buy and sell everything with crypto and especially just like this isn't really just with Binance in general but with all exchanges just I'm ex- I'm bullish on every exchange because especially for newbies it's the easiest way possible to buy crypto so. I don't know what what uh, what are your uh, opinions on Binance and kind of all crypto exchanges in general. Yeah, so when I was doing a little bit of research on Binance, uh, what I saw was um, it's it's going to be the, one of the main coins that you need to purchase things in the metaverse. I I kind of just did a quick little glance over that, mm-hmm. but I feel like since it's any, I feel like anything really directly tied to the metaverse will obviously go up in value this year. But since I saw that, I kind of, I really kind of put sort of a marker on that, a mental mark on that to yeah, see yeah. how high it gets. I, I feel like buying Binance Coin is pretty much just like investing in the fact that you believe more and more people will be buying crypto in the future, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to explain, like, why would you just want like a co- one exchange's coin and I don't think people understand how many exchanges actually use Binance Coin, and it's kind of crazy to to see. But I think there's a big future for all exchanges in in the in the future. Yeah. So for my next topic, uh, I chose Solana. As you can tell in the last episode, that we we're really bullish on the idea of Solana, and for me, this was an obvious choice because as the year goes on, people realize that Solana. Before Ethereum 2.0 comes out, well, people will realize that Solana is sort of a better Ethereum and that it's just not as mainstream right now. And it's super, it's not super. I mean, I guess it is pretty cheap for what it is, but it's a cheap coin that you can, that obviously has great potential. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you're, I think me and you are, this is like, we see eye to eye on our uh, predictions for Solana. And I think, with the speeds, with the scalability of Solana, with all the developers that are joining the Solana blockchain and like joining their layer one, there's just so many people that are, uh, there's so many developers that are pretty much just like building their smart contracts on top of Solana, which is always good to see. And also, I'm not here to give any like financial advice, but I think Solana is currently at one $171 per, per soul. And I think that, like, my prediction is going to be probably about $200 per soul. That's kind of, like, my price prediction. Because I'm not expecting any crazy things to happen in the market in the next few months unless, like, a Bitcoin ETF gets announced. But I think my price prediction for Solana is around $200. I don't know what yours would be, Alex. Yeah, I haven't really thought about prices, but somewhere around, like kind of where you are maybe 200 250 ish yeah yeah i know exactly what you mean and i feel like especially for people like uh you and i alex we don't really 
we don't like obviously we want to see prices go up like we obviously want to make money in the market but I don't, like unless anything crazy happens i'm not selling anytime soon so like these day-to-day prices really don't affect me because i know in the long run like this is just going to gain in popularity and eventually just yeah. keep going up yeah and like to kind of add on to solana and like how you said it's kind of like going to be a faster alternative to eth my opinion on ethereum and ethereum 2.0 for the year 2022 is pretty much that if ethereum 2.0 does not like come out and it does not like develop properly it like ethereum might like die like obviously ethereum won't go to zero like ethereum will still have developers on it ethereum will still be important but if ethereum 2.0 does not have the ability to like be faster have less gas fees Ethereum will lose like a lot of market share. Yeah. Like t- Solana will take over, Cardano will take over, XRP will gain market share. Just like it's just going to give if Ethereum like kind of fails on this big movement, they're pretty much just like giving more room to run for these smaller cryptos if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And what That's are your sort of pressure? Yeah, exactly. Like what what do you think about what do you think about the what do you think about the current state of Ethereum in the future? Yeah, I feel like it's definitely, like, sort of, it could be here or there, but it needs, Ethereum 2.0 needs to come out quick, and it needs to be able to catch up with Solana's technology pretty quickly. I, and since Ethereum's been on, um, it's been up there for a little bit, I feel like the developers will know what needs to be kind of looked at, needs more attention, but if they don't get that figured out, then I don't think it will get to prices people say that it will yeah exactly i know what you mean it just if you don't develop you die (laughs) (laughs) yeah so for my next idea or kind of topic it's the board eight yacht club mutant apes so kind of like michael was saying for the first collection of hate fees it, it needs the it needs utilities like obviously it needs to be able to do something kind of special i guess other than just be an nft because mm-hmm. if it has utilities people want it and people it just is more special to people if you can actually do something with it yeah exactly i mean like on kind of like the the uh like talk about utility obviously there's been like an actual board eight yacht club party but I think yeah. ever since then, I really haven't heard much about whether there's going to be another one or not. And obviously, when you have such a big project like Board Ape Yacht Club, there's going to be like thousands upon thousands of people that own one. But I think I always, ooh, excuse me, I obviously enjoy like the art piece that NFTs bring. But and I I understand why some art pieces are expensive due to their like artistic value but for me it's just you gotta have utility like i don't know maybe these board ape yacht clubs could be like a coupon or something i don't really know maybe they could be like i i don't really know what they could do to kind of grow nfts but i think as long as there's utility i think i think this year is going to be like the year of nfts like 
NFT. This is like the make or break point for NFTs. I think this it, this yeah. is what this year is going to be like. After like in 2023, we will fully understand whether NFTs have a place in our society or not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. are we going to see NFTs that are tickets to football games? Are we going to see NFTs that are tickets to basketball games? Are we going to see NFTs that like show you verification of identity? Are we going to see like like your driver's license becoming NFT? Like maybe that's a like far off in the future but i think this year is like truly gonna be if like the make or break point for nfts if that makes sense i i agree with that and obviously i don't think nfts all nfts are gonna go to zero but i think my opinion is that or why i'm currently you're kind of on hold from buying nfts because i believe a lot of the small nft collections you may disagree alex are gonna kind of disappear and fall off the map makes sense because i think this year all the hype may die down if prices don't if prices don't keep skyrocketing hype's gonna go down so i believe like the big projects will stay expensive and like stay and like stay or keep their value but i think a lot of smaller collections will eventually kind of be swept away if that makes sense yeah i i kind of i can understand that Mm -hmm. and obviously i'm not saying that like just because you own, like, anyone owns an NFT, if it's not a board ape yacht club, it's not going to be worth anything, and it's, and it's your, you made a stupid investment. I'm just saying that, like, kind of as a whole, kind of like a wide range, if they aren't, like, very, very popular already, it may be hard for a small collection to gain popularity. Yeah. If that makes sense. And kind of, like, to get off the NFT <laughs> uh, track a little bit, we've been on the NFT track for a little bit. Um, so... And this one may be hard to explain, but I am very bullish on XRP. So I need, I really need to do an episode on what, or we really need to do an ex- episode to explain what XRP is. Because pretty much it's, so there's this system that uh, all banks use to transfer money all around the world. It's called, sorry, uh, I, can't remember, I can't remember the name right now, but it's a very important like ledger that they send money all around the world. And it, and it takes a very, very, very long time. And there's a lot of fees. So XRP is pretty much here to solve that problem. And some people may be like, why do you want to solve this problem? It's kind of dumb. Well, this is a trillion dollar problem. So if XRP can fix that problem, it's going to be, XRP is going to have enormous value. But the thing about what's going on with XRP is the SEC, which is pretty much the gov- like a like a securities office of the government, has sued XRP for pretty much not being decentralized and like not uh like being fair and not being fair and like not being uh kind of like it's hard to put it but like pretty much the government is just trying to like shut down xrp if that makes sense and the lawsuit is supposed to end april this year and i do hold uh xrp personally but i think there's a lot of signs that are leaning towards xrp winning the lawsuit and i think once xrp wins the lawsuit we will see crazy high prices for XRP. And obviously, I'm not making XRP my entire portfolio because if they lose the lawsuit, there isn't much uh, future for XRP inside the United States. But I believe XRP, if you want to learn more about it, go watch some YouTube videos, go uh, listen to some podcasts about it, and hopefully we make an episode about what XRP is. X- <clears throat> what XRP is. But uh, I think once this lawsuit ends it's going to be a very good thing for crypto. Yeah. So for my final kind of idea, 
it's obviously probably one of the biggest ones around right now, and it's Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is obviously going to grow in value. How much do you think it's going to grow, Wheeler? Um, there's I'm seeing like everywhere people saying it's going to hit 100k this year. I don't think, and I don't. I like truly deep down, like obviously, I'm like, oh, that would be so nice. I, I I would literally double my money, but like, it's the thing. Like, you kind of have to be realistic. It's like, okay, it it has almost like a two trillion dollar market cap. Like, what type of movement in the market would it have to be to make that market cap almost four trillion? If that makes sense. Like, yeah, what. It would have to be crazy institutional adoption. Like, everyone on Wall Street buys Bitcoin. Pe- billionaires, bi- everyone, like, literally, like, your mom is buying Bitcoin. Like, it has to be that. <laughs> it has to be that mainstream for it to reach such a high market cap. So, it would be very nice to see high prices. But I think uh, I try to be realistic in a lot of my views because it's, I, because I really don't want to lose a bunch of money like i don't want to buy bitcoin at 60k because i think it's going to a hundred thousand dollars but i think that there's obviously potential i think bitcoin's going gonna go up this year i think it's just kind of like a fact that we'll see more and more yeah. people join the market but um i guess a price prediction for me would be like seventy three thousand dollars by the end of the yeah. year for bitcoin like that just makes sense to me like even that kind of sounds high to me unless with like a crazy movement in the market yeah i can see it like hitting 60 maybe maybe 65. yeah that's that, that's not too unrealistic yeah because we can. have seen those prices before yeah unless something crazy happens and everyone yeah. like you said decides to buy mm-hmm. i mean I, I i think we're gonna see we're it's obviously I think it's obviously gonna and it's obviously gonna go above fifty thousand dollars, but I wouldn't yeah. be I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a new all time high this year just because we had such yeah. a crazy year. I definitely will. And, and prices have been kind of pretty stable lately, so. Mm-hmm. But you you literally never know in the crypto market, so we'll have to see. Very true. And the uh, lat or do you want to continue about Bitcoin? Oh, you can go on ahead. That? So pretty much my opinion on Bitcoin is that it's just digital gold and it's always like a good it's always a good idea to invest in Bitcoin. Like obviously if you're trying to double your money you won't buy Bitcoin because it's just not it doesn't just it just pretty much just doesn't move that much but obviously I'm very bullish on Bitcoin just because it's number 1 for a reason. Yeah. So pretty much my last uh, topic to talk, to talk about for 2022 is Cardano. So, aka ADA. And I personally hold and stake my ADA. And it's pretty, it's very similar to Ethereum where it just runs smart contracts. And it's just a different type of blockchain and it's a different type of cryptocurrency. But I'm, there's a lot, it's very fast. Like it's faster than Ethereum. But the thing is, um, there's not as much adoption for Cardano as Ethereum or Solana. So, I'm, I'm pretty much just, if, Cardano doesn't increase its speeds to match Solana, and it doesn't increase its scalability, I think it won't even be able to compete with Solana and Ethereum 2.0. So, pretty much, like, with anything outside of, like, the main, like, five cryptocurrencies, if they don't, if, like, if they don't figure out how to compete, like, with Ethereum 2.0 or Solana, they're kind of gonna die, in my opinion. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like, I think, obviously, there's a place for smaller cryptos, but I'm kind of like... My investment goal is, like, I really don't look at many coins outside the top 10 because I focus on the top 10, and that's really all I want to do. Like, I really don't want to focus on a, on, a, on a crypto that is really small and then lose all of my money because I didn't know what I was doing because I try to be realistic with my money since I don't have that much. That's kind of why we made this podcast, to be relatable. But, uh, yeah, I mean... I think, with, especially with Cardano and other like layer one blockchains, they need to figure out how to be faster. They need to figure out how to add more developers onto their blockchain. They need to be more accessible to everyday people. And that's pretty much kind of like my entire view on everything. Just be faster, be more accessible, be easier to access. And I think we'll see higher prices and yeah. kind of just better. There's gonna, it, like The more people that are in the cryptocurrency market, the better the cryptocurrency market will be, if that makes sense. Yep. So uh, that is our kind of uh, t- uh, predictions for the 2022 crypto and NFT market. Or uh, Alex, is there anything you want to say before we head out? Uh, just make sure that you're doing your research before you buy. Exactly. Like that's literally that's probably the best thing we've said in this entire podcast. Like in this entire 30 minute podcast, like almost 30 minute podcast, doing your research is the most important thing you can do because you can. If you just randomly buy into something because uh, Alex or I have said it, you're kind of doing it wrong. Like, you need to do your own research and understand what's going on in the market. Understand if the the project truly has potential. Because everything I've personally put money into, I've done a lot of research to learn about it. And it's just like, if you're not doing research, you can't can't buy blind. Because that's that's literally how you lose money. So, that that was a great point by uh, Alex. Is there anything else you want to say? guys if you like the podcast make sure you give us a like on spotify and go ahead and give us a follow on instagram our instagram is at the underscore nft podcast so if you go over there give us a follow that'd be much appreciated and also if you love the podcast go ahead and dm us and also give us any other ideas for a future podcast and just make sure that you're doing your research and michael do you have anything else to add at the end of the podcast so pretty much uh that he alex covered everything i wanted to say it looks like i had some technical technical difficulties there and it kind of just like shut off my uh recording stuff but i'm happy alex kind of picked up the slack for me there and if you all exactly what he said go give us a follow on it go give us a follow on instagram if you want uh, at NFT Nation at at NFT underscore Nation underscore Podcast. Uh, go check out our Spotify. Rate us five stars. Share it with a friend. That would be pretty cool. And yeah. uh, I think that's going to be all for us today. And, yeah. Uh, have a good one. Have a good New Year.